When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to talk about this Diamondbacks game here in a moment, but we all know what you guys really came here for tonight. It's Purple Hair Derek. I regret uh, my actions. I regret tweeting mostly uh, and committing to this. But uh, if, if this was the driving force to get the Arizona Diamondbacks to a winning record in April, uh, can you only imagine what we're going to do in May? and you can have your hair looking as incredible as mine. Look at this, look at this purple, look at that purple. Hello and welcome into another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast. You guys did this to me, I guess I did it to myself, but I am your purple haired mayor of PHNX, occasionally known as Derek Montia. Can we get Jesse back in here? Let's get Jesse in here. <laughs> Jesse, why aren't you here with me on this celebratory occasion, buddy? It's purple hair night. I'm I'm not in your league anymore, Derek. Your hair is too amazing. I don't think, I, I, I think you just deserve this moment all to yourself. It makes a lot of sense, honestly. I mean, I uh, right now you're, my ego uh, and you both couldn't fit in this room with me. So uh, let me tell you though, uh, I don't mean to I don't mean to pat myself on the back here. I don't mean to like get over complimentary, but I'm really liking the purple hair, Jesse. I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah, honestly, it, it's way better than whatever you had going on before dyeing your hair purple. Thank there. you. So, Thank you. I, I appreciate a, that. There's I a mean, reason you were wearing these hats all the time, right? Like you right. weren't proud of what's under there, but now yeah. I don't think we're going to be seeing Derek Montia wearing so many hats. I, I got a lot of purple wardrobe. I got a purple shirt on underneath here. I got a lot of purple. So, I mean, it matches. I got clothes to match. Uh, things are looking good for Derek. Maybe not so good for the Arizona Diamondbacks, but we have a lot of excitement uh, coming up, even though they might not have won tonight. Uh, let's talk about it, Jesse. Uh, we have we have speculated on it. We have been excited about We have been titillated by it. But tomorrow, the day is here. 
Brandon Fott will make his major league debut for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Let's fucking go. What a what a week on the show, right? We get purple haired Derek on Tuesday. We get yeah. Brandon Fott's big league debut on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't know if it's, it's going to be hard, Derek, for any other week of this season to compete with what we got going on this I know. week. I know. I, uh, I I have to wear this hair to the ballpark on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That alone is going to be uh, just, just barrels of entertainment. Uh, but uh, we do get to see Brandon Fott join the Arizona Diamondbacks starting rotation, which is something that we have been waiting for as long as people have been waiting for me to dye my hair purple maybe even longer i think but uh this is very exciting for us uh doesn't feel real but let's talk about it what what makes brandon fought so exciting as a prospect because we did get some comments on twitter from people that basically you know said some negative things which we understand like uh we're arizona sports fans we're never gonna be in this very positive state of mind where we think everything is gonna go well for us uh we always think that there is going to be something bad coming around the corner. And there have been some questions about why Brandon Fott is so special. I think there's just this, this general skepticism of D-backs pitching prospects, right? I mean, if you, if you go back over the years, the D-backs best pitchers that they, that they have had, and they have had some uh, like Zach Gallen, who didn't have his best stuff tonight, but has still been outstanding this season. Uh, but those pitchers that have been good for them in recent years have been pitchers that came outside the organization, whether as a free agent signing, as a trade, or, or whatnot. So I think D-backs fans just kind of naturally, it's hard for them to buy in to the latest top pitching prospect being called up. And uh, frankly, there have been some guys that that people have really gotten excited about over the last couple of years with Tommy Henry, Dre Jameson, Absolutely. Ron Wilson. And yet those guys haven't necessarily been all that great either. So I certainly understand where, where people are coming from. I think uh, the D-backs history with this stuff has maybe wounded some people and, and just made them naturally very skeptical. But I will say Brandon Fott, I'm not I'm not going to say that Brandon Fott is is the next Max Scherzer or the next, you know, Clayton Kershaw. Um, you know, I think he has a reasonably high ceiling. But what really makes Brandon Fott special is is how high his floor is. Like there are there are, as I said the other day, there are basically no analysts that don't think that Brandon Fott will at least be a solid major league starting pitcher. And there's a lot of value in that. Right. Um, yes. And and not just that, but a, a solid major league pitcher who can go deep into games, who can throw, you know, 200 innings. He's built for that. He's six foot four to 20 has better size than any D-backs uh, pitching prospect we've seen in a while. Uh, and his stuff is really good, too. Uh, he has I think he has a more balanced mix than any D-backs pitching prospect we've seen in a while. Uh, there, you know, some guys have have this one good pitch with Ryan Nelson. It was the four seam fastball with Dre Jameson. It was the slider. You know, the sinker was interesting. But Brandon Fott, you have this mix that just makes sense, right? It's a four seam fastball that he commands really well. He gets a lot of swing and miss on that pitch. It's a slider that's one of the better out pitches in minor league baseball the last few years and has helped him, you know, do historic things in terms of his strikeout numbers. It's a changeup that really works well against lefties. And it's a curveball that, you know, helps out in all situations just to keep hitters off balance. We haven't seen a D-backs pitching prospect with this kind of command and that kind of pitching arsenal in quite a while. Uh, Giselle Soto with the uh, 
with the chat. I love it. She says, here's to Purple and Derek and Brandon Fought Day tomorrow. It's a special week. Thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, we thank you guys uh, for being here. Jacob Franklin in the comment says, D-backs can certainly use another arm uh, to carry weight, and that is absolutely true. Not only uh, could they use another arm to carry weight, but they could use another arm that can give them some quality starts, which right now they're only able to get out of two sources, and they weren't even able to really get that out of Zach Gallon tonight. Zach Gallon was good wasn't great and wasn't the Zach Gallon that we saw over a scoreless streak, which is going to happen. Uh, the Texas Rangers are a very tough team, and you know, you're going to falter sometimes against teams that are hitting as well as the Rangers are hitting. To be honest, they're one of the best hitting teams in the league this year. So you, it's not to take anything away from Zach Gallon, but he definitely wasn't dominant over this team. Uh, I will say, though, that the idea of bringing Brandon Fott in is, uh, is a bit scary for one reason. Uh, I feel like we've constantly kind of been, you know, looking for that next, you know, kind of young player to come in and, and help this team. And it feels like we're getting down to to the bottom of the of the barrel, not to say Brandon fought is the bottom of the barrel. I mean, to say that it feels like outside of Brandon fought and a few other guys that they might start getting light if they still need to continue to go to their minor league system in order to call guys up in order to kind of fix some of these problems. Dominic Fletcher has been excellent uh, since getting called up. So again, it, they do have talented players that uh, they don't really seem to want to shy away from giving them the opportunity to play at a major league level right now. But Brandon Fott really, you know, it, it feels like we, we need Brandon Fott to be good. We need Brandon Fott to be as good as we uh, hope and think he can be because if so, this team can, can, can be potentially better than than we thought it could be yeah i mean with with what scouts say about brandon fought i mean it's not all that hard to envision zach gallon merrill kelly brandon fought being one of the better one two threes in baseball right and and even though four and five are a little right. bit up in the air you know hopefully you get zach davies back soon hopefully ryan nelson's able to pick things up you've got dre jameson and, and tommy henry of course in the mix for those spots as well but that front three for the D-backs is, is pretty good. And I think you just have to hope that Brandon Fott tomorrow doesn't put too much pressure on himself, Correct. right? The, the yeah. D-backs, yeah. as much as the D-backs do, in a sense, need Brandon Fott to be good, they don't need him to be their ace. It, it'd be great if he was, but they don't need him to be their ace. This this guy named Zach Gallen, yes, he had his 28-inning scoreless streak uh, snapped today. But he's still been arguably the best pitcher in the game since August of last year. Like Zach Gallon has just been insane. Merrill Kelly has continued to be uh, solid, even if this start to the season maybe hasn't been quite as clean as he's been hoping for. Brandon Fott doesn't need to be a number one, and he probably doesn't need to be a number two. But if he can be even a number three starter, you know, who comes out and is and is durable and is able to get you 180 innings a year, um, and and he, he's just had a had a way of getting results like you look at his numbers in the minor leagues it's really incredible Derek this season in AAA Brandon Fott has a 3.91 ERA a 1.1 whip he has a strikeout rate of about 29 percent a walk rate of about six percent both of which are very very good um and that 3.91 ERA remember we're talking about the, the Pacific Coast League so that's yes. that's outstanding yeah. that's and extremely Reno. good yeah <laughs> and Reno specifically right um and like you said, he might not be an ace, but man, they don't need an ace. Zach Gallen is still very much their ace. Merrill Kelly is still very much a solid number two. What they need is a guy that can give them stability outside of those two guys. They need 
that third pitcher that can come in and offer something similar to what Merrill Kelly is doing, right? Merrill Kelly isn't, you know, blowing you away at times with his stats, but uh, what we've seen in those last few starts is Merrill Kelly being that same Merrill Kelly that we saw last year, Merrill the mainstay, consistency that he adds to the starting lineup, giving this team just a chance to win every day he's in the in the lineup or in on the mound. That's what they need from Brandon Fott, somebody that gives them a chance to win every time he's out there on the mound. And, I mean, again, I think the biggest concern is like what you're talking about, putting too much pressure on himself because it does kind of feel like, you know, you're, you are, you know, the, the key to the starting rotation. You're the, you're the key to the team's success this year. So sometimes that does put a little bit, you know, too much on you. I think this coaching staff has done a tremendous job at acclimating minor leaguers to the big leagues. And that is a reason why I'm fairly confident that he shouldn't have too many issues with overthinking it or putting too much pressure on himself. Yeah. They've done it with Corbin Carroll who had every, damn analyst on the planet talking about him being a superstar and a future all-star and a future this and a future that right and somehow that guy was able to block out all of that noise and still be uh all what what all of those people expected him to be on the field so far right so uh that's that's something that this team is very good at and that's what this coaching staff was kind of put together for i feel like it was put together to be able to handle these minor league kids coming up and and, and becoming big leaguers. I think that's that's something that they've taken pride in. And the D-backs have had a lot of young players debut in, in the last year, right? I mean, last season, it felt like there was a new guy making their big league debut, you know, every every couple weeks toward the end of the season. So this is something they have a lot of experience in. Tori Lovello talks a lot about trying to get young guys to uh, be comfortable right away. Um, you know, to just try to be themselves and not feel like they have to go out there and, you know, do something crazy right right out of the gate. And uh, yeah, and and Brandon Fott, you know, I mean, it, it might not be immediate, right? Like if Brandon Fott goes out and and struggles a little bit in his first start, like you said earlier, this Texas Rangers offense is is good, right? Uh, this cool. is this is not a not an easy situation for him pitching on the road. He's pitching against Andrew Heaney uh, for the Rangers, who's who's had a, had a solid year so far for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a, a good situation for him. He'll slot in right between, uh, Zach Gallen and, and Merrill Kelly, which I know, uh, kind of excites people. Just the, the symbolic nature of, of having fought technically <laughs> slotted in as your, as your number two starter. But, uh, I like yeah, it. I, what I really feel more than anything right now, Derek is just, I, I feel, I feel bad for people who have to work tomorrow you know, who have a day job that doesn't really allow for them to be watching a baseball wow, game in the middle of the day. Wow. But maybe, I don't know, can we you help bitch. with that? Can we can we come up with some sort of a form that people can give their bosses? I, or yeah, something? I can do that. I will write, I will handwrite everybody a note from the mayor of PHNX. And we'll just, we'll put it all in caps or something. Maybe they'll just think it's from the mayor of Phoenix. Who knows? Uh, people don't keep up on their politicians these days, believe it or not. So there's a very good chance that your boss or whoever is your supervising uh, person at work might not know who the mayor of Phoenix is. So uh, we'll throw out an excuse to get you guys out of work tomorrow. Make sure you get to see Brandon Fott's debut. Uh, still real missed opportunity to not have that be on a Tuesday, Jesse, because then it would be Fott Tuesday. 
It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. They missed Gallon's bobblehead day. They miss all these days just by one day. I swear to God. I think his. I think his next start would be on a Tuesday because the D backs have the hey. off day on Thursday. Hey. So there, we got there you go. Valentine's Day. We got Fought Tuesday. We got some. We got some holidays <laughs> to celebrate. But uh, I'll tell you, I might throw a little money down on Brandon Fought in his debut because I feel that confident about him coming up and having a good outing. And the best best place to do that is over at the BetMGM app. Uh, they have their signature bets. Of course, the NBA playoffs are crazy right now. Uh, Damon and I were talking about how good the rivalries, how good the matchups are in this round of NBA playoffs, uh, and how happy uh, the NBA must be with the way everything worked out because they just have one key matchup after the next. And right now you can bet on all of those key matchups. Each game and market has their own unique set of signature bets. So make sure to check that out over at the BetMGM app. We also are going to have our PHNX curated in-app bets. So look for a purple hair Derek uh, guarantee maybe coming one of these days. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm still messing with my hair because I usually have a hat on. So I don't know what I'm doing, Jesse, but I just want <laughs> I don't want it in my face. Uh, but uh, I will say that, of course, the sports book out at uh, out at State Farm Stadium, the BetMGM Sportsbook, we've been having a blast out there. We've been out there for our son's watch parties. We've been having uh, so much fun. We are going to also have our Cornhole League, which Jesse and I are a dynamic duo. Uh, we are we are Damon's Dogs. That's our name. That's what we're going with, <laughs> Damon's Dogs. Uh, and we are going to go out there, and we are going to uh, – uh, I don't know, uh, bark at the competition. We're I winning can't. it all. We're winning it all. That's what Damon's <laughs> saying. We're Coach Damon is saying we're winning it all. Uh, so you can make sure to join us for our Knockout Nights Cornhole League. It's going to be the first Friday of every month. A uh, bunch of us from PHNX will be out there. There'll be uh, food and beverage specials, giveaways, bet MGM prizes, so much more. So make sure to join us. We'll also have shows broadcast live on site beforehand. So if you haven't signed up for bet MGM yet, do that before coming out. Use our bonus code of PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But if you are here in Arizona, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane Diefenlock uh, explain to you the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Well, we thank you guys for being here uh, on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure to subscribe now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when we go live or any of the other shows on the network go live. Also, if you're listening on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a review. We always appreciate your feedback. Uh, tonight's game did not go the Arizona Diamondbacks way, obviously. Zach Gallen's uh, scoreless streak ended very early in tonight's game, and Gallen wasn't great. He was good, uh, but not great against a pretty damn good Rangers team offensively. Uh, Gallon goes five innings, give up, giving up seven hits, three earned runs, no walks, and six strikeouts. It's 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 kind of crazy to say that that's not a, a good, you know, not a great outing. It's so so, but I feel like Gallon has set the bar so high that it feels like an outing like this is kind of mediocre by comparison to what we've seen him do. Yeah, he he sucked today, right? He was awful. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> the way that the way that Zach Gallon, I mean, that is really how it felt, though, right? And yeah. and there is some truth to like I think Gallon was kind of 
fighting himself a little bit uh, through this game. It, it never really felt uh, crisp for him. I know there were stretches where he set down, I think he set down eight in a row, uh, Texas Rangers at one point, but he never really looked sharp. Um, and, you know, you look at the box score at the end, five innings, three runs, no walks, six strikeouts. That's still pretty good stuff for, you know, a day when I really don't think Gallon was at all at his best. Uh, it is unfortunate to see the scoreless streak end, but as we said previously, score, scoreless streaks of, you know, scoreless streaks of like 10 innings are are relatively uncommon even for yeah. good pitchers. So like the fact that he got to 28 is incredible. The fact that he got to 44 and a third last year, it, you know, still blows my mind. So I'm not concerned about Zach Gallon, but every every starter is going to have days like this. And he still gave the D-backs a chance to win. They did not lose this game because of him. I don't mean to derail this podcast to talk about my looks again, but Espo compared me to Jared Leto's Joker, and I don't – there's a fucking line that shouldn't be crossed, and I think that's it, right? I mean, I don't have tattooed words on my forehead or anything, but uh, sorry. I, I'm, I'm feeling very self-conscious, Jesse, with this purple hair, so I got to make sure I address all of this. Uh, bullpen, not great. Like you said, Zach Gallen. Eh, not 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 terrible, but just not himself. Not what we've seen out of him. Uh, but yeah, it's hard to maintain any kind of scoreless streak. So uh, three earned runs still was enough to keep them in the game. Bullpen unfortunately could not keep them in the game after that. Scott McGuff is just not. He he just he just he just gives up the runs at the wrong time, Jesse. I feel like he gets put into games where they only have a one run lead. And that's when he gives up his runs because outside of that, his numbers aren't nearly as bad as I want them to be as I want to scream at his baseball reference page about like, I want to yell, I want to be angry. And then I don't, I get confused quickly as to what is going on because opposing hitters are batting just 191 against Scott McGuff. But when they do hit him, it's a two run dinger that gives them the lead (laughs) over the diamondbacks. He's had a, he's had a nice run. Like Scott McGuff went, like six or seven outings or so without giving up a run entering this game. So he really has pitched pretty well. I think his season as a whole is, is still been better than, you know, the 4.91 ERA would, would maybe suggest, but you're right. He has given up some unfortunate home runs and some, in some really bad spots, right? I think everyone's going to remember one of the first games of the season in San Diego, you know, he comes in with a one run lead in the bottom of the ninth inning gives up two home runs. and, And that was it, right? The, uh, the Padres won that game on a walk-off. There was another another day where he gave up a, a costly home run as well. So, yeah, it, he hasn't always been been great in in those in those big situations. But coming in coming in today, I mean, opposing hitters had an OPS of like five hundred or five fifty against him or something like that. So he really has had a decent season. He just the long ball has really really hurt him at times. Um. Ben, in the comments, I'm not even mad at McGuff. I'm mad at the offense. Uh, They had many opportunities to score more runs, and that's the truth. I mean, the Diamondbacks were one for six today with runners in scoring position. Uh, Cattell Marte had a solo home run. Christian Walker had a home run. But outside of that, I mean, there wasn't a lot of offense being generated. There wasn't a lot of – again, there wasn't – they had four walks, so it's not like they didn't walk, but – there just wasn't a lot of patience. It felt like at the plate, it didn't feel like they were making Rangers pitchers work very hard at times. And I know that's kind of a constant like cliche I say about this team, but it really does feel 
like outside of a couple of guys, there there's there's not there's not guys putting together lengthy at bats that that are put making the opposing pitcher put in that work. Yeah, it's a very it's a very valid point. I think the first three innings were pretty tough for Jonathan Gray. And then after that, he really got into a groove and uh, the Rangers relievers on. I know there were a couple walks here and there, but on the whole, uh, they were they were pretty effective. And I, I will also say the D-backs had their chances against Will Smith in the ninth inning. Absolutely. Will Smith, Absolutely. Will, Will Smith did not melt down in terms of the box score, but he melted down. If you yeah. look at where some of the pitches were that Will Smith threw, the D-backs had a couple of balls that that looked like they might be homers off the bat. Evan Longoria had a big one uh, at the beginning of the near the beginning of the ninth inning that looked like it might have tied the game. It was just to the warning track. Emmanuel Rivera got a meatball that he hit, I think, just in front of the warning track. Um, and and it, it was like that throughout Will Smith's outing. Honestly, he was throwing sliders right down yeah. the middle. Uh, yeah. There is a sense in which the D-backs should have at least gotten one run. Like they should have done more against Will Smith uh, based on on the pitches he was throwing. And they also had some really good matchups. It was a little I know Will Smith is their closer, but it was a little gutsy for Bruce Bochy to bring in Will Smith when the D-backs had Evan Longoria, Cattell Marte and Emmanuel Rivera, three players who are way better against lefties than they are against righties. D-backs still couldn't get it done. Yeah, and I mean that Emmanuel Rivera shot to the outfield, it looked way better off the bat than yeah. than, than it flew. We saw a couple of home runs from the D-backs that fall short on the warning track that seemed like they would have been dingers in in other ballparks. Uh and that happened to the Rangers too. In, there was in Coors one. Field for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> they would have had eight home runs tonight in Coors Field, but uh I mean the Diamondbacks do have uh some roster decisions to make here coming up. We talk about these young guys becoming available. We talk about adding Brandon Fott to the roster, but there are some difficult decisions to make. Uh, And one guy that is not going to seemingly make those decisions any easier is our king snake of tonight's game. It's the one and only Dominic Fletcher. Uh, Dominic Fletcher, two for three with an RBI and a walk. Uh, I think Marte had slightly better night, but this was just more fun to give it to Dominic Fletcher. Uh, And he's just been playing excellent baseball. I mean, uh, so far he has definitely added something significant to the lineup. Uh, His his at-bats have been good. And uh, to be honest, he seems like he's one of the most engaged players out there. When we talk about making the opposing batters or opposing pitchers work, uh, he was doing exactly that tonight. He's been great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's only two games, right? But, I mean, he's been outstanding. I think he's three for five offensively so far. He looks really comfortable and confident in right field. Uh, there was one moment in the game where he made a really nice play. Alec Thomas was trying to make a play on a ball at the fence. It bounced way off from the fence and way off from where Alec Thomas was. But Dominic Fletcher was perfectly positioned to back him up. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like what I've seen from, from Fletcher so far. It was... Uh, also kind of fun on the broadcast, seeing his parents and all his family members uh, in attendance at the game. His, his mom's stories about uh, calling him the the monster child, I, I believe it was. <laughs> um, and and he kind he kind of looks, you know, he looks like sort of a max effort guy, and that's that's what we've seen so far. Uh, funny story about that. My friend texted me to let me know that his wife, who is uh, from Dubai, was watching tonight's baseball game. Uh, with with him and apparently when the announcers said that uh, his brother is with the angels 
she thought it meant he had passed away, which is fairly hilarious <laughs> to me. But uh, yes, his brother. Uh, That's David, terrible. I know. Well, it's terrible, but it's also a funny miscommunication. <laughs> it is uh, David Fletcher uh, not having you know the the success right now his brother is i believe he's in uh in minor leagues for the angels right now but uh dominic fletcher just continues to be awesome uh we we uh me and damon were quite enjoying the fact that his dad during that interview you brought up was was locked in uh he was not really interested in being interviewed he had a baseball game to watch and i <laughs> i respect it and appreciate it because that's probably how i would be if my kid was out there it's kind of he's how a, I am. he's a baseball dad through and through right i yeah, mean he has yeah. two, two sons that have played in the big leagues oh yeah like, he's he means business right they didn't get there without him pal they didn't get there without him you know what i mean but uh speaking of our favorite kids that that we worry about uh still no corbin carroll in the lineup tonight uh did not play when will we see him return to the lineup jesse do you have any ideas nick Picoro is out in texas and uh, he did write today that uh, Corbin Carroll's MRI on Monday showed no significant structural damage. Um, there, there wasn't a whole lot of specifics there, but it, it seems like it did rule out any kind of significant injury. Uh, Tori Lovello, however, according to Nick Picoro, did not rule out an IL stint. Um, so he, he still kind of said, you know, let's, let's wait and see. So that's still people wondering about what the roster move is, is going to be tomorrow when the D-backs do call up Brandon Fott. That's still my guess. I, I don't. I don't know for sure. Um, but I feel like you're you're not going to rush Corbin Carroll back, and you can retro his IL stint. It's only ten days. Um, you know, which would only be like a week from now. And I don't know if the D-backs would would want to play him a week from now anyway. Um, so I, I think Tori also said that he wants to get Corbin Carroll out. Uh, you know, just kind of testing out his ability to run the bases and make plays in the outfield and. Um, make sure they get a good look at him before they put him back in there. I don't think that's happened yet, and I don't think you'll see him in the lineup on Wednesday either. Uh, good to see Brandon fought in our comments tonight, by the way. Brandon, I know you're excited as, <laughs> you're as excited as we are. Uh, and here he is talking about Fletcher being legit. Just no spot of him uh, for him because of our outfield depth. Uh, Canzone is in the same boat. There's a few guys that are in the same boat. But one thing that we can say is that uh, I don't think anybody is safe on the major league roster, right? We've seen Alec Thomas struggle as of late. I don't foresee Alec Thomas being sent down, but who knows? I mean, really what it comes down to is the Diamondbacks are going to have to put together a roster and they're going to need to try to put it together with the players that are going to help them win baseball games at this point. They seem more, perhaps a bit more dedicated to winning. Maybe they change direction just a bit rather than looking at the season as potentially just an opportunity to get a bunch of the young guys playing time. So I don't know if the patience, I don't know if the leash is going to be as long. I don't know if the patience is going to be there, but with guys like Fletcher playing as well as they are with guys, you know, in the minor leagues, like Canzone playing as well as he's been playing, it's, it's only going to be a matter of time. If guys continue to struggle before the Diamondbacks give these other guys an opportunity, especially considering how long some of them have been waiting for their chance at a major league level. But uh, something that was brought up today was like how big we've been on some of our young prospects at times, like Alec Thomas going back to last season, like Dre Jamison and Ryan Nelson. And I mean, it, it it's happening again with Brandon Fott. We're big on these guys. And I don't, I don't foresee Nelson Jamison or even Alec Thomas that I don't see their struggles as being something that's, uh, career-defining in any case. Baseball is a game where guys get sent up, sent down, called back up, sent back down, and and it's about developing them and, and how they come along as major leaguers. 
I don't know if all of those pitchers that are struggling right now are going to find their way to the starting rotation, but I do think that they're all going to be of value to this organization. Uh, the, again, that doesn't mean that they might not get traded away or go elsewhere, but I feel like for now, for the time being, we're going to see Dre Jamison and Ryan Nelson get things back on track, and we're going to see them both add something somewhere, whether it's the bullpen, whether it's the starting rotation, wherever. Uh, but again, they have a lot of young talent, and there's going to be a lot of guys getting an opportunity. We're just excited that the Brandon Fott, who seemingly is the best, one of the best pitchers in their organization, is finally getting his shot because he kind of deserved it out coming out of spring training. And even Mike Hazen said that when we were talking to him about Fott. Yeah, I mean, he did it. I don't know if he went quite as far to say that he, you know, like he deserved it out of spring. Like, I, I don't think Mike Hazen walked back going with Ryan Nelson. Oh, no, not at all. No, I, I think he's been, he was ready bullpen. since spring training. Like, there's yeah. been no doubt from from their perspective, from a front office perspective, that he's ready to to be a major league pitcher. It's just about finding him that that opportunity and that, I guess, that that spot when when it was time to call on him. Yeah, and I, I think there's a lot of people, in, including, honestly, myself, who would make the case that Brandon Fott probably should have gotten that opportunity out of the gate, right? That, like, Brian Nelson, for as great as he was last year and as good as he's looked at times, especially early in the season, Brandon Fott is just a more complete pitcher, or at least seems to be a more complete pitcher. I don't want to go too far since we haven't yeah. we haven't seen him yeah. actually pitch in a game yet. Um but yeah, there's a case to be made that the D-backs might have left something on the table by not going with Brandon Fott from the outset. And you can bet, Derek, if Brandon Fott comes out tomorrow and, and you know, for the rest of this season and is the pitcher that a lot of people think he's going to be, everyone is going to look at the decision at the beginning of the season as a mistake, right? Like you, sure. you had oh, yeah. this, you had this oh, pitcher yeah. who looks like he might be your third best pitcher this season and you just let him sit in AAA for a month. You know, maybe that doesn't, change your fortunes in that many games but could it have made the difference in a couple of them probably uh and that's along with madison bumgarner you know having a little bit of a longer leash making those four starts at the beginning of the season those are the kinds of things that you look back on at the end of the year you feel like you you might have left some wins on the table well not starting brandon fought out of the gate could be considered rog's performance to forget and that's just something that we throw out there uh whenever we think that bad decisions were made, uh, bad decisions that you don't want to remember. Uh, so a great way to do that is with our friends from OG's Brands, who always have a way to not remember bad performances. They also uh, can make you just enjoy life a little bit better. They're all about flavoring life. They have a wide variety of doses and strains available in their edibles. They also have uh, specific editions uh, of their gummies, including their sleep edition gummy to help you get some great sleep at night, and their happy balance gummy if uh, yeah. You have stuff to do, but you just want to be in a good mood while you do it. You can find them at your local dispensary at ogsbrands.com. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. You can also check out our friends at Four Peaks, another great way to get over a loss like tonight or bad decisions that were made at the beginning of the season. You can follow them at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to get all the latest on their uh, on all of their events. And uh, D-backs fans, we got something special for you. Uh, there is something uh, Four Peaks is introducing called the Four Peaks Four Seats, where one lucky winner will get four seats to an upcoming Diamondbacks game. Tickets come with D-Bucks, which, as you know, are like Disneyland dollars. Uh, you can use them at Chase Field uh, for all of your food uh, and for also grabbing yourself some ice-cold wow wheat or hop knot. 
Uh, you can enter by going to Four Peaks Brew on Instagram, and the link will be in the bio. We're also helping our teachers out because Teachers Appreciation Week starts next week on May 8th. Thank a teacher like Jesse. Jesse used to be a teacher. He's a retired teacher now. Retired. Uh, he, he teaches me every day, so I don't know if he's a retired teacher. But uh, you can thank a teacher and nominate them to win grants, Four Peaks swag, and a grand prize of a custom makeover of their teacher's lounge at school. And we got to hook up our teachers, so make sure to go to fourpeaksforteachers.org to nominate a teacher or to donate. Check out Four Peaks Brewer, Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Shout out to Four Peaks uh, for this hazy IPA that I'm drinking uh, in honor of my hair being purple. But there's another thing I'm drinking in honor. Brandon Fott isn't the only top Arizona Diamondbacks prospect uh, who is, has some exciting news surrounding him. Uh, a name that some of you may have forgotten, Christian Robinson, uh, may finally be back on track to play baseball for the Diamondbacks organization. And Jesse, I know you have more on that. You talked to Josh Barfield a bit on it. And uh, what is going on with Christian Robinson and, and his legal issues that have been preventing him from playing baseball? It's complicated, man. This whole situation is very complicated. But uh, as I tweeted out yesterday, the Diamondbacks have reinstated Christian Robinson from the restricted list, uh, which uh, which paves the way for him to play minor league games for the first time since September 2nd of 2019. Let's go. Uh, it has been nearly four years since Christian Robinson played in his last minor league game. Um, if you don't know the the full story, you can Google it. There's a whole bunch of stuff on the Internet about what happened. But um, basically, uh, Christian Robinson had an altercation with a police officer back in 2020. Um, and it's been a, a long winding road for him, uh, not being a U.S. citizen, trying to be able to to work again in, in yeah. situations that, you know, he's been able to, to play extended spring training games out at Salt River Fields, but he hasn't been able to play in games where people are actually paying to attend. And right. obviously that's a significant obstacle for any minor leaguer trying to make their way up to the big leagues. His altercation with a police officer resulted in a felony. Uh, and uh, with having a felony, he cannot have a visa to basically work in the United States. And that includes right. playing baseball, right? So uh, his case was deemed uh, a misdemeanor, which we knew that that was one of the potential courses of action, but it was taking a while. And it was also very complicated in the way that he had to basically do uh, community service and other, uh, other, other things that he, that was requested of him by the court in order to get that felony changed to a misdemeanor. And that wasn't exactly easy for him at times, considering at one point he wasn't able to come back into the country in order to complete some of those requirements. But uh, as of now, it seems like things at least are back on track for Christian Robinson. We had some more from Josh Barfield. Um, Jesse, what, what did Josh Barfield have to say here? Yeah, this is, I asked Josh Barfield just about, uh, Barfield's the D-backs farm director, for those who might not know. Uh, I asked him just about what this has been like for Christian Robinson mentally. Uh, you can only imagine what what this has been like for him. Obviously, he made he made a mistake a few years ago, um, but I can't imagine what this has been like just, you know, going through this and uh, being stuck in this limbo situation for the last few years. So here's Josh Barfield about how Christian Robinson has handled this whole thing. You know, this has been a, a really difficult process um, for him from, from start to finish. It's been a long process. Like I said, this goes back all the way to 2020. And, you know, it, I think he 
he's grown a lot over this period. You forget how young he is and to be so young and going through the pandemic and all that uh, while going through this and not being able to go out there and play the game of baseball. And, and look, we know that he, he put himself in this situation, but at the same time, I think he, he's very apologetic. He's learned a lot. He's, uh, you know, I think to see where he is now from even where he was about a year ago, just from a mental standpoint, um, he's come a long way. He's got the, he's got this smile, his joy back, his, um, you know, for a while there, it was, he wasn't the same Christian, understandably, going through all this. And I think now being around the guys, knowing that he's, there's light at the end of this tunnel and that he's going to be able to play very soon. Um, and he seems to be in a really good place. And he was, he was very excited when he got that news. And that's the biggest smile I've seen on his face in, in quite some time. That's all great to hear. It's so great to hear him say that and talk about, him smiling, talk about him just being in such a better place. Obviously, uh, from what we know of the incident, that it, it was kind of a, a mental health issue. And, you know, I mean, yeah. the, the entire, he was kind of having a mental breakdown. And, like, it's we all We all were in 2020, right? We all, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's wild how sometimes one breakdown that we have, like, I... I, look, man, I've, I've had moments that I'm not proud of. I think we all have. But, like, sometimes it's weird when when those moments can happen or what can bring them on, right? And just it's it's something that can literally change the course of someone's life. In this case, yeah. we are talking about an, uh, an altercation cha- literally changing the course of a man's life, a man who was once the top prospect for this organization, Jesse. Yeah, and, and the D-backs still view him very highly. I also asked Josh Barfield just about, you know, what what excites you guys about him as a player. Barfield uh, talked about an incident during spring training, which Christian Robinson was a participant at. We had some some pictures on our social account uh, of Christian Robinson over the course of spring training. And Barfield talked about um, a, a batting practice session featuring Davison De Los Santos, Christian Robinson, and Kyle Lewis. So three of the guys who have as much raw power as you're going to find in this organization. And Josh went on and on about how Christian Robinson showcased something pretty incredible uh, being with those guys and was just absolutely destroying the baseball to all fields. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, Derek. I mean, he's, he's 22 now, which is still relatively young. It's a little bit old for, for a guy who's, who's going to start in low a Visalia. That's what the D backs have said. That's where they're, that's where they're going to send Christian Robinson. Um, I should also say uh, Robinson had a, a hamstring injury in spring training. Um, so he's actually working his way back from that right now. The D backs are trying to get him on a rehab assignment in order to, um, in order, in order to just, you know, get him, get him some opportunity. And, and that rehab assignment would also allow them to put off making a 40 man roster move. As of right now, the D backs have 30 days, uh, where they have to activate Christian Robinson. And when they do, that's when they'll have to make a 40 man roster move. He's been on the restricted list. Uh, so even though he's been on the 40 man, he hasn't actually counted against that number. So they're in this waiting game right now, trying to figure out if major league baseball, will approve a rehab assignment, which would delay when they have to make that roster move a little bit further out. Um, but either way, within 30 days, it appears, you're going to see Christian Robinson playing affiliated baseball down in Visalia. That's exciting. But I'm also concerned. I think the Diamondbacks are going to have a lot of tough roster moves to make ahead. Uh, yeah. they, they have a lot of guys that they want to be uh, part of this 40-man roster. 
And I mean, there's some guys that are currently on the 40 man roster that I'm not sure when we're going to see them like blaze Alexander and a few others. Um, but the diamondbacks definitely have, have some tough decisions to make one way or another. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out for them, especially considering, you know, the fact that they are trying to, they're trying to compete in a tough NL West uh, where they have dropped down the second place behind the Dodgers. And of course we've talked about may talked about how easy the schedule is ahead for the diamondbacks but it's also kind of equally easy ahead for the dodgers they kind of play a lot of the same teams we do in this month so it's going to be tough the diamondbacks are going to have to continue to win and they're going to have to continue out to figure out a way to to get the best players on the roster and balance this entire situation out but uh brandon fought that's exciting can't wait for that christian robinson that's even more exciting because uh, like Connor said in the chat, he said, I was shocked to see K-Rob is still only 22. No shit. Like for yeah. real, like with all of that guy has been through with all, all with how much time has passed, uh, he's still very young and has a real opportunity to get things back on track. You know, uh, one thing I do want to talk about real fast while we're talking about Christian Robinson's situation and the month of May uh, is that May is National uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, I want to say to everybody out there that I'm I'm not great and it's okay to not be great. It's okay to not even be good at times. <laughs> but Derek, your hair is purple. What I'm, more I'm digging the, the hair. I'm feeling the hair, but sometimes I'm not feeling the feelings. You know what I mean, Jesse? So uh, I just want to make sure everybody knows that, uh, you know, you, there's, there's help for you out there. Uh, make sure that you don't feel like uh, anything that you're going through isn't worth someone's time. Kevin Smith. Uh, the writer, director, uh, clerk, small rats, all of that, uh, friend of Megaran, uh, he put out an incredible video about kind of like a breakdown he had and how valuable his time that he spent with mental health professionals was. And I mean, again, these are the kind of things when you talk about uh, what we're all going through, when you talk about being an athlete and the pressure that these guys have put on them, especially when there's something like a top prospect for a baseball organization, it's not easy. So uh, just make sure to know that uh, we here at the PHNXT Backs podcast are absolutely with you. Uh, we are here for you. And of course, there are people here for you as well. So make sure that if you're going through anything, that you make sure to to understand that there there is nothing too big or too small. Uh, there is no trauma too big or too small for uh, for you to not find help for. So make sure you guys are taking care of yourself. Uh, we lost Jerry Springer. And one thing that he used to say is, uh, be, be good to yourself and each other, right? So got to be good to each other, but you also got to be good to yourself. So make sure to do that this month and make sure to think about that, uh, this month. Um, it's not always an easy time for everybody. So, uh, we thank you guys though, so much for you guys being here with us. Uh, and we're very thankful that, uh, Christian Robinson is, is not only through all of this, but he's also getting past these legal issues and can once again, uh, be a part of this Arizona Diamondbacks organization. Uh, hopefully we get to see him do big things, uh, but more sooner than that, uh, we have Brandon fought on the mound tomorrow. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun to watch uh, and make sure that if you need that note that you hit me up, I'll write you, I'll handwrite it and scan it or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'll send you a picture on my phone, but uh, I'm, I'm realizing Derek that when uh, Drew Jones is hurt right now, he had a quad injury. I don't, I don't think he's going to be out too long, but when he comes back and Christian Robinson you know, officially is activated and starts games in Visalia, you're going to have Drew Jones playing center field and Christian Robinson probably playing right field every day. 
with the Visalia Rawhide, which is going to be really fun. It's just going to be a really – the Rawhide have had a rough go the last couple of years. They haven't won a lot of games, but uh, those two are about as exciting as, as any duo you'll find at the lower levels of the minors, even if it takes – both of them really a little bit of time, right? Drew Jones is coming out of high school. Christian Robinson hasn't regularly faced live pitching in almost four years. Like you're not necessarily expecting him to come out and have a 950 OPS from the get-go. Very true. Um, but it, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch those two. Arizona Diamondbacks come back home this weekend. They have the Nationals, and then uh, I think they who they have after the Nationals, Jesse. Uh, I think Brandon Fott will still will be pitching here in in Arizona, right? Against the Marlins, actually, yeah. next Tuesday. So uh, they got the Marlins and then the Giants. We got our takeover event coming on May 11th. Uh, you can join us for that takeover event. We have all sorts of one. You can get the takeover season pass. Here is all of our games that we got coming up, including that game against the Giants on May 11th at 6.40 p.m. Uh, we got our takeover season pass, which, of course, get that shirt as well as the remaining takeover tickets so check that out that is now available at a discounted price now that there's only five games as part of it uh join us for all of that uh and if you need tickets to this weekend's game make sure to check out our friends at game time uh gametime.co has you covered with the cheapest tickets uh, at the last minute procrastinators we got you covered of course uh it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason and that reason is they offer you the cheapest tickets you can find snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app which is very aesthetically pleasing uh create an account and use code phnx for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code phnx for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed and of course, grab some furniture if you're going to watch the games from home. Grab yourself a recliner uh, with the you know the USB ports, and it goes back, and it has another second TV that comes out of the arm, and maybe a refrigerator on the side. I don't know. They they are making advancements in technology every day that I can't keep up with. Uh, but you can find some amazing stuff over at morefurniture.com. You can have it delivered with their white glove delivery service that we got with our office furniture. So of course, make sure to save big on the best furniture in the valley. When you head to morefurniture.com and send Jesse suggestions for stuff that an adult should have in his house and not just a bunch of chase lounges. And I bet he, Jesse wants one of those like hand chairs. I bet you all think I'm the weird one. But to be honest, when I hear some of his furniture choices, I think I'm not the weird one anymore as I sit here with my purple <laughs> hair staring at myself. I asked him to go, Jesse, with a natural shade of purple. Uh, and I think he really nailed it. I was like, don't go too over the top with it. But uh, I hope the Diamondbacks are happy with this. I hope Lourdes Gurriel is happy with this. This is all his <laughs> fault. He did this to me. Uh, and I hope Jake McCarthy is somewhere smiling as well. So a uh, big shout out uh, to the Diamondbacks for making me do this and having a winning record. Big shout out to all of you for joining us. Thank you guys so much uh, for being here. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, but of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You got anything else for the people, Friedman, before we go? Well, I just want to know what you're going to do if the D-backs have an above 500 record in May, right? That's, that's the natural do. They're going to have to do a little more than go above 500 in May. We'll have to talk about that on our next episode. That's fair. Um, maybe a tattoo is is on its way i know there's been a lot of talk about me permanently marking myself we know that the hair dye is eventually they're going to fall out or wash out but uh, <laughs> tattoos are forever so uh, we'll see what we can make happen but 
Uh, in the meantime, we thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. On behalf of Damon, Jesse, and myself, we love you, and you thank you for being here. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you got the purple hair. Let's go.